0: This is Live is Mike. She with Lelon From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lelon on KSL News Radio. Welcome to this Thursday episode. It's Friday Eve. That's how I like to refer to Thursday. Happy Friday Eve to you. Big stuff going on around the around the community, around the country, around the world. We're gonna do our best to get through it all today. You uh, you heard this morning. Uh, the the large part of the first ever press briefing hosted by uh, now President Joe Biden uh, 60 how many days 64 days in I I know that there has been much attention pay if you click and clack around on Twitter uh, which I do far too much I really have to dial down my uh, they call it doom scrolling. Yeah, where you you just scroll and scroll and scroll and see, uh, you know, one side of an argument spewing its vitriol over at the other side. And forget which side is right. Both sides uh, are hurling stuff at one another that ought not be hurled. Let's put it that way. Well, anyway, one of the debates that uh, came out not long after uh, President Joe Biden announced that he would be delivering this, again, his first News conference today, interacting in long form with reporters. Uh, it, there were many who were criticizing uh, the the length of time it has taken for him to, uh, you know, make himself available to reporters in long form. I really had decided to ignore most of that. Um, I, I I don't know that much is communicated in how long it takes a president to come to the microphone for the first time. And I, you know, there's plenty to to criticize. Uh, I, in my humble opinion, but how long it takes to to deliver the first news conference uh, may not be top of the list. That that was that was my thinking, until quite literally about ten minutes ago, I was presented with some information, some historical information that kind of puts the timing in a uh, a new light. What I learned was that if you go back about a hundred years, you're not going to find a president who took this long to make himself available to the press. Now, listen, I know that there are those instances where he is about to board Marine One, where the press will gather together in what they call a, a gaggle, and and some questions and answers were uh, asked and responded to in that setting. I know that there have been uh, interviews conducted, certainly, but in this, um, in this very practical. And really traditional role and setting, uh, the news conference, uh, quite typically happens much earlier uh, in the the president's time in office. President Obama took him uh, 20 days to deliver his first. Uh, you're probably asking yourself right now, uh, President Donald Trump, how long? He, he was probably delivering a press conference on day one, right? Uh, no, 27 days. 27 days until uh, President Trump's first uh, press conference. That lasted about 90 minutes, uh, so a bit longer than was the case this morning for uh, now President Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, not much to glean from that, but it is a, it is irregular. 64 days is, is a long time. I know it's a plenty good argument to say, well, you, Lee, you got to understand uh, there was this new uh, vaccine rollout there was this happening and that happening, uh, unique circumstances. Okay, fine. Uh, first, on the vaccine front, that started before uh, the president took office. And second, every president deals with something unique and new. All right? Every president faces situations that are the of the utmost importance to the country at any given moment. And so while maybe you know we haven't had a president in a while uh, who dealt with uh, a pandemic... There have been other challenges facing presidents in the past. Uh, I have no great grand point to make, other than I would not, I, I would not immediately discount the length of time it took the president to come to the microphone. You may have your views on why he did uh, and why you know it took this length of time. I'm not going to go too far into that. Uh, I just want to bring it up and say that this amount of time is worth. Uh, conversation. Okay, so that uh, th- that's really a superficial look at the president's remarks. Uh, I promise you later on in the program, uh, just before two o'clock, we're going to spend uh, more time going more in depth about what the president had to say. He had some interesting remarks on the filibuster. Uh, a quick preview of what we'll discuss later on on that front. The filibuster, uh, that was one of the first questions asked of President Biden, in this first press conference this morning, uh, a reporter basically said, hey, what about the filibuster? Where do you stand on that? Uh, Quick recap. The filibuster, as we've discussed a number of times on the program here, is that uh, quote unquote tool in the United States uh, Senate that allows uh, an opportunity for the minority party to halt the progress of legislation by uh, threatening a filibuster. Now, note that word threatening. We'll come back to that in a moment. To overcome the filibuster, it requires, of course, uh, 60 votes. Uh, so that is 100% buy-in on the Democrat side, and then 10, uh, 10 votes coming from the Republican side. There's not much that's going to find that or warrant or earn that. Uh, now, uh, back to that word threaten. President Biden, in his remarks here this morning, when asked about the filibuster, he uh, he first said that the filibuster has been used and abused uh, nearly since its inception as a Senate rule. Now he did not go as far as to say that it ought to be abolished. All right, uh, reducing the threshold for the passage of legislation back down to well a de facto fifty-one. No, what he said instead was that if the filibuster is to remain, that it ought not be sufficient merely to threaten to filibuster, but that you, if you are uh, either in the minority party or for whatever reason uh, you are in the majority party and you feel the filibuster is a tool that you need to deploy, that it is not sufficient merely to threaten to filibuster, but that you must actually take to the floor of the United States Senate and carry out a filibuster. If, you, if, you, if you're in that situation where uh, we've been talking about filibuster for too long and uh, you, you don't know what it is and by this point you're too afraid to ask, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it is when you, if you if you actually affect a filibuster, if you carry one out, you are a United States senator. doesn't exist in the House. Uh, you are a United States senator. You are on the floor of the Senate. You take to the floor and commence Uh, Your portion of the debate. Now, uh, in in certain settings, there is no limit on the time that a senator is granted to discuss a matter. And the time uh, once taken by that senator cannot be it, it can't be taken by anyone else. Yeah, even, even the president of the Senate can't say, all right, uh, all right, Senator, so-and-so, your time's up. Go ahead and sit down now. No, no, no. Once that senator starts talking, they can go and go and go and go. And you know what? what the, the topic of their discussion doesn't even need to be germane to the issue being debated. You think back, uh, was it 2013 maybe? Um, <laughs> Ted Cruz, he pulled out uh, a copy of Cat in the Hat, spent some time reading that uh, Dr. Seuss classic. Oh, I can't mention doctors anymore. We cancel them. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll I'll think of something else. Um, no, but the I agree with what the president is saying. I agree 100. If uh, if if the filibuster is to be used, which there is merit in 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 this tool, there is absolutely merit uh, in the ability for the minority to wield some sort of influence. They ought to actually carry out the filibuster. What do you think about that? 57500, it's the Utah Community Credit Union text line, and I'd love to hear uh, what you think about this. I would love to hear what you you think about the president's position on the filibuster, where uh, he stopped short of supporting abolishing that tool, that rule in the Senate, uh, but instead would require... Or at least he would support a requirement that would call for uh, senators to actually carry out the filibuster, take to the floor, make the marathon long speech, uh, you know, set the records, uh, do do what you need, um, but actually carry it out and to do away with merely the threat of such being sufficient. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we return, I'll be joined by Dave Noriega. Looking forward to chatting with my friend here. We're going to look at some comments made uh, in a Senate committee just yesterday by Utah's junior Senator Mitt Romney having to do with science, school unions, and the reopening of schools. What's that all about? We'll get into it next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.